Hello everyone and welcome to Anime News and Reviews. This is your host, Speedy, and with me today, of course, is Colton and Blake. Okay, let's go. There you go. So today is actually our 25th episode. Sorry for the, like, three-week delay, but we're we're here to do it. So 25 sorry. is kind of kind of, of special. What? I said I'm sorry about last week. I got stuck with a lots of work. That's okay. Bullies. My boss is a bully. That is okay. No, it's not. It, it happens. I mean, not that he's a bully, but that you got stuck okay, with that. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so no, okay, he's I, not I should have clarified. But anyway, today's nice the 25th episode. Um, 25 is a quarter of 100, so, you know, why not? Ooh. Uh, so today, instead of doing uh, anime news or a review, I figured we could uh, learn more about ourselves and talk about how we got into anime, uh, our anime journey, what our favorite anime are, what we like and dislike, you know, things like that. So that's what this episode is going to be. Um, okay, and I think Colton is going to start. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Um, well, <clears throat> you want me to start off with like my little story first about you do however you want to do. All right, but so like I'm kind of a little different from Blake and Speedy. Uh, I kind of like. I mean. I'm what you call kind of like a late bloomer, okay? Um, I watched a lot of, like, Dragon Ball Z on Toonami and stuff growing up. And, you know, a little bit of Naruto. But through um, three years of high school rugby, um, I've managed to come out accumulate seven concussions. So my memory is pretty gone. Some of the, like, a lot of, like, my memory from, like, childhood and stuff. So, like... Um, right after high school, I joined Marine Corps, and um, I finished boot camp and everything, and got stuck in a holding platoon right before School of Infantry. Um, I had a buddy there, oddly enough, he was Japanese. Um, he told me about like anime, and I was like, "Dog, what are you talking about?" Like, you know, what I'm saying I'm talking. You know, I just watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z, so like that's basically you know Dragon Ball Z, Naruto. You know, that's, that's what I knew, kind of, and um, it was like, dog. So we, in this holding platoon, got, like, we just had a lot of downtime. Just a lot, a lot, a lot of downtime. And this dude showed me Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and I was like, okay, that's a good start. let's go. Um, that's a really good start, from- and that anime was just pulled me in, dude. Like, I, it was over from there. Like, and he, you know, had me watch sub, and it was just like, what have I been missing this whole time? So, ever since then, you know, I started watching a lot of anime, and um, it's been about six, seven years now. Um, and it's evolved to the point, it's evolved to the point where, like, I don't, like, I watch NBA basketball. That's that's about only other thing I watch other than anime. If I'm not watching anime, I'm working, and if I'm not working, I'm playing Xbox. But if I'm not doing either of those two things, I'm watching anime. Um, 
I like to think Sometimes I've seen you quite a bit. At work. Yeah, exactly. On Saturdays, yeah, exactly. Um, so you know, it's like I've had like a lot of, and I also kind of want to like refill, you know, a lot of lost memories and try to like get back a try to get back a little nostalgia of my childhood that I can. So, um, things like Naruto um, really helped me do that. Uh, so. You know, anime and I haven't had a really, really long relationship, but um, it's been a very strong relationship, I guess I should say. Uh, and then, like, this past, like, two years, three years, I've, like, really, really gotten into um, just, like, your, t- not, like, your, I mean, I don't know, like, not your everyday anime, I guess, so to speak. Like, I watched, like... Hajime no Ippo and then Kukuro's Basket. I watch a lot of sports animes and like just like silly animes, but like I feel like not a lot of people have seen. But it just it's gotten me to like fall in love with like this Japanese culture and like it's just it's just something that is beautiful. Um, and like it's a culture that dates back thousands of years, you know what I'm saying? And we're like a couple hundred years old. So it's like really cool to see like a like just traditions and things that are carried on through like literally thousands of years um be put into like media and anime and it's it's just really dope so um currently i am on episode 380 of one piece um one piece, one piece is easily my favorite anime um it's a proud moment for me it's this is number like i can't yeah it took me 380 episodes in but um that's more than a that's more than that's more than all four of my other anime have <laughs> maybe not because naruto has a lot but um yeah naruto has uh 500 shippuden episodes and like 220 ish pre part one episodes uh, so but so like I, I'm stuck on One Piece. Luffy is my dog. Um, I'm huge into like, um, samurais and like swordsmanship. Um, I have my katana in my hand right now. So Zoro is like the like the most tailor suited freaking character I could ever want to like see like you know what i'm saying like he is just goals you know what i'm saying like this dude uses not one not two but i mean okay killer b don't but this dude effectively uses three swords um killer b do be using a lot of swords there yeah he does dog yeah he does it's like seven uh, i think yeah because the eight is the eight tails that he says but um i wondered about oh yeah yeah so my my top five would probably go like one piece hunter hunter naruto demon slayer and full metal alchemist brotherhood all um, shonen anime huh yeah well no see, sports hajime no ipa maybe but like listen dude That's i'm okay. like these people like all the um protagonists and all these animes are dope for sure but like each one of these animes is like i like a whole like I, the main character is cool and all but like i'm i'm 
I'm out of there. Like somebody else has my heartstrings tugged. You know what I'm saying? Um, I like One Piece. It's Zoro, Hunter, Hunter, bro. I fuck with Kilo. It's so heavy. Naruto. Like, I'm a huge. Like I love Kakashi I mean, and Jiraiya. Like what are you talking about? Demon Slayer, bro. Everybody hates Zenitsu, but he's my personal favorite. He's funny. My personal favorite is Zenitsu, and then, um, and Brotherhood is. Honestly, it's Mustang. Like, you can't not be him or greed. No. My favorite yeah. character was always Bradley. So, so Bradley's dope, but um, Bradley. He, he was too Hitlerish for me. I mean, yeah, but he was, like, do that. awesome, though, unlike I Hitler. I can't do that. <laughs> but, yeah, true. Um, but, so, I, I'm just really set in one piece right now and like a lot of people would say well it's just because you're currently watching it well dog i've literally watched 380 episodes of one piece in a row and i'm not gonna stop watching one piece until i get to like wherever austin is in the anime and then you're gonna read it easy killer but hey you gotta um, catch up so like it's oh, just... I do have to give a shout out though, since we mentioned Full Metal, um, to my boy Alex Louise Armstrong. Yes, he cannot yes. and will not ever be forgotten. He's amazing. Yes. Um. So, I, I guess if I had like a sixth, it would definitely be Hajime no Ippo. Um. But excuse me, ninjas. Who doesn't love ninjas? Like what the heck? And but like One Piece Dog is what's my heart is set on, and it's what I'm watching, and it's probably what I'll watch for quite a while. Um, but I really want to watch the new season of Demon Slayer, so I might. I, I don't know. Cause I really just want to. It's keep okay going. to take a break. I promise. I know, but like I don't want to. Just take don't a do break. it in the middle of an arc. I mean, I'm just gonna wait until the whole dub is released and then just binge it. Stone. But yeah, dude, so Dubs anime and I far, are pretty dope. Actually. Is it? Yeah, it's, uh, I think, in, like, it's like two arcs behind or something. Okay. Behind the Japanese. So it's catching up pretty quick. I, uh. I can't do the dub, dude. Minutes who kills me, Tanjiro's like, no, no! God! That's okay. Come this way! It's chill. And Inosuke does not have the same. I don't know. I watch this. I, I follow this thing on TikTok, and it's like uh, sub versus dub, and it's uh, like Jesus Christ, dude. But why? But though? they do all. All they do is just play the same. Like, yeah, scene. I know. I've seen it. And the Rengoku one, where he's like. If it's any, if I see Luffy's face, I just slide. Don't worry, um, or like Zoro or something. But I think Zoro is English. When Goku, I mean, yeah, there are some good English. No, I'm saying like the emotion behind this man, just like dog. It's just the Demon Slayer dub is just not for me. Demon Slayer and Goku Devil, even just in the movie alone, was fantastic. True. You're crazy. When Goku's English dub was great. When Goku 
moves freaking mountains with his Japanese voice. I know he moves mountains. I heard it. But I just like when he was eating and he was just saying delicious, delicious. He was saying delicious. tasty, like, actually. Or tasty, tasty, yeah. Which sir. is exactly what he says in Japanese. Yeah, but say it in Japanese, Speedy. I think he says umai. Yeah, dude, that sounds way better. Tasty, tasty, tasty. I promise you, in Japanese, it sounds the exact same to the people that speak Japanese. Well, I don't speak Japanese, so... Which is exactly why you and a lot of people have this opinion about dubs. I'm not saying anything's wrong with sub. I'm just saying in this particular anime... No, that's okay. When Rengoku, Everyone has their own when opinions. Goku is snapping on Homeboy and launches that shit. It's like, wait... It's. I think the main thing is, is because like in English, the word like it's kind of hard to like carry out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But in Japanese, it's like the word's a little longer, so it's easier to kind of draw it out and emphasize it a little easier. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Choose like which parts of it you want to add emphasis to. Yeah. Exactly. Whereas like in Japanese, has a lot of syllables. Just kind of all in one go. You're just like, I'm the flame Hajira! You know what I'm saying? That's like, that's all you can say. How are you gonna, you know, but when you're, I don't know how to say it in Japanese, but like when he says that, it's just really cool. I'm not, bra I'm not trying to take anything away from the English actors, because they're great, but I just, okay, except, except Hajira's voice actor, because they could have definitely chose somebody better for that. You didn't like Tanjiro's voice actor? That's the only reason I didn't like it. Tanjiro's? The one that sounds almost exactly like his Japanese dub? Yes. Bro, he's got like a nasally sound to him. No way. You're crazy. Hmm. Oh, no. I like, have to go back and rewatch the entire dub from start to <laughs> I know, right? I'm going to have to. Just in that movie, though. <laughs> it was just the movie. So maybe you just need to watch the movies. It's the only dub I've ever seen of that was in the, the movie. I mean, it's so, the same voice actor. I mean, I know, but I'm just saying. Maybe they got had different mics or something. I don't know. No, 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 we'll see. I doubt that's exactly but, uh, what it was. There are, like, I watched... There's a couple animes I watch in English. Like, Kuroko's Basketball, I watched dubbed. Really? Um, I like yeah, Dragon yeah. Ball. I prefer Dragon Ball dubbed. Dragon Ball dubbed is way better. Uh, oh, what else? Uh, Naruto dubbed. I watched Naruto, like OG Naruto. They're dubbed. both equal to me. Yeah, honestly, like I the the voice actors for like the English, like, and it, but like you know why I low key like the English voice so much on Dragon Ball Z is because Christopher motherfucking that that dude has the best. Like voice. Oh, okay. I, don't I know. do Modern like Chris Savage. Moderator's voice is pretty dope. Oh, I, fo I follow too. him on TikTok. Actually. Yes, <laughs> me too. He's so when he start. Oh, man. but yeah. So, um, I love me some anime. Uh, I love all types of anime. I don't really except rom coms. I'm not a big fan of rom coms, um, or the touchy feely ones. Uh, I just want to see somebody's face get kicked in, but. If there's emotion tied to that, like right now, dude, my heart is breaking for Brooke. Um, but I know, like, Luffy's going to punch somebody in the throat at some point, so it's all right. Um, there you go. So, like, it's just, you know, 
But uh, yeah, man, anime's dope. It's really like as dumb as it sounds. Like a lot of the shonen like really help motivate me in my everyday life. Um, so especially like Ippo, um, he's just a freaking humble fisher fisherman that helps his mom run his business. But the dude will knock the frick knock you out of your shoes dog like <laughs> um so it, it's you know but he's very motivational and then like luffy but luffy is luffy luffy is stupid motivational so um it's just cool to like really like you can pull a lot of things from it and just you know it's not just horny doctors going at it for a half hour hour so anime is lit I wish more people would get behind it it is becoming more popular though it is, yeah um, that is true but I was also not the guy in high school that made fun of people for you know well that's nice what? yeah like I just I had friends of all types but in high school it was like Blake and I definitely like, acted like anime characters at recess but we were kids at recess you can do whatever you want dog. that's true <laughs> like, we were children at that point. If I'm gonna judge a child, send me to a bad place. <laughs> but that's all I have, man. Anime's, okay. Anime is bay at this point. Yeah. There you go. Before whatever it is. Anyway. Sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, Blake. It's your turn. Yeah, so uh, kind of my long road toward uh, Japanese animation, I guess that all really started. Um, I guess technically I want to say like there was a time like when I was like either three or four, so I want to say this was around like 98 or 99, and uh, my dad had this uh, TV in the family room that was set up, and I guess one day, I don't know if he was just in the bathroom or something, and it was kind of around bedtime for me, so I was supposed to go to bed, and... Uh, as I was getting up to go, I remember I was like either on the couch or in the rocking chair, and I was watching something on TV, and looking back on now that I remember kind of what it was, so I may have mentioned it before, but it's kind of a scene where uh, it's one of the darker characters in Cowboy Bebop, and uh, it's kind of toward like the last like third of the season, so it's like the last batch of episodes, like around episode 20, 21, something like that in there. And uh, I would argue it's also probably one of the more, more disturbing ones in the entire series. Uh, but uh, so there's this uh, villain slash antagonistic uh, character in the episode. And uh, there's a moment where something happens. And uh, looking back on it, now knowing what actually happened. So basically Spike, Spiegel, uh, he had put a knife in this guy's leg. And I think originally like he was invulnerable or had some level of invulnerability where like nothing could really pierce his skin, and then all of a sudden he was able to get this knife into this guy's thigh, and all of a sudden he goes from being this total, you know, 30s, 40s, maniacal, evil madman to all of a sudden this, like, 10-year-old child screaming in pain and agony, having a knife in their thigh, and there's this, like, blood and shit, and all of a sudden there's this, like, old animatronic, like, bear or something that ends up crushing him as he's wailing in pain and agony, screaming for his mommy or something. And then just, like, seeing Spike, like, walk away from that. And then eventually, I think at that point, my dad actually did turn the TV off. <laughs> and I finally just remember going to bed, and I was like, what 
like even like my kid head was like what the hell did you just see <laughs> and now looking back realizing what it was that was like my first taste of anime ever just as a young kid was a dark episode like the last five ten minutes of it of uh cowboy bebop which is com- extremely ironic to me um but yeah so and then after that whole thing you know a lot of time went by and as a kid i used to spend a lot of my time uh after school if i were and hanging out with uh, anyone nearby who was like a close neighbor, so like a uh, Sam who lived next to me, a buddy of mine. Uh, if I wasn't hanging out with him, you know, I was usually just kind of inside, indoors, uh, watching either Cartoon Network or you know playing Halo or something. And uh, I did watch definitely a lot of Cartoon Network back then, and so I really started getting into just kind of like different types of animation, cartoons, stuff like that. Um, I remember like uh, a lot of classics from our time, kind of like, uh, uh, I know they had like Scooby-Doo Where Are You reruns, which that is definitely by far probably my favorite Scooby-Doo series um, slash cartoon. Um, stuff like that. Uh, I remember Boomerang. That was a thing for a while. Was, they would like show Cartoon Network showing you like classic cartoons. I remember growing up with like a lot of the Tom and Jerry cartoons from way back when. Absolutely. Yeah. Love that stuff. Commentaries. Goated. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. Um, and then also like uh the more modern stuff for that time period. So like uh, kind of like that early two thousand stuff, like uh Codename Kids Next Door, um the original Ben Ten, Ed, Ed and Eddie, um and then eventually the sequel Ben Ten series and the other one after that. And there was that fourth one that was awful that we don't talk about. Ben 10 was a wild ride. Uh, it sure was. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Ed and Eddie, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Those were all big ones for me as a kid growing up. Uh, Codename Kids Next Door also. Um, Code Lyoko. That was one that, for whatever reason, like emotionally attached to me as a small child in the second, third grade, you know? <laughs> it was, it was kind reason. of like, you know, anime. Although I think well, it was so, French. Yeah, I believe it was, yeah, French animation, animation and uh, voice recording, and then they eventually gave it a English uh, dub to go alongside it. Yeah. And it actually wasn't too bad, the English dub for it. It was actually pretty solid for the time period. Um, and I just remember, yeah, the, like, that animation back then, kind of the blending of, like, 2D and then going to, like, 3D CGI, but in a way that wasn't off-putting for me for some reason. Like somehow that still works for me because like i recently decided to try to rewatch it to see if they had actually uploaded like all of the seasons of code lyoko i think there's like actually five in total uh seeing if they had actually uploaded all of that onto uh netflix to just like stream and binge all at once um and it looks like they have four of the five seasons i believe the whole history with that was the rumor was that when you got to season five they because of, I guess, like, uh, financing issues and stuff, I think they're, uh, the studio that did the animation for it eventually ended up going bankrupt or getting shut down or bought out by someone else. It kind of got, it wound up being scrapped or shelved. So the fifth season actually never got the chance to have, like, an English dub or I think, like, any actually really just uh, any international dubs at all. It was actually just uh, the original uh, French with, I believe, subtitles for the fifth season. I mean, there probably would be. Yeah, but it uh, continued the story of uh, Season 4 onward, and I guess someone said who had actually finished all of Season 5 without any spoilers, but basically that 
it does still end the series on a cliffhanger. And I was like, oh, you have got to be freaking kidding me. So I'm pretty sure Netflix has four of the five seasons with, I believe, the English dub or possibly subtitles for that fourth season um, on there. I was, I believe, in season three when I was still watching it. And I got to say, it actually surprisingly holds up pretty well. Outside of the like awkward placement of the characters' foreheads, just because of the way they're illustrated and animated. But, yeah, that always looked weird to me. Yeah, that part was always kind of odd to me. But outside of that, it was all fine. Um, but yeah, stuff like that. I remember I also grew up with like uh, a lot of mech anime for our time period, though. Like not the old school Gundam stuff, but like uh, I vaguely remember uh, Gundam Seed. Which is like a really big one. I guess it's arguably one of the most popular in the whole franchise, uh-huh. um, series-wise. And then, um, yeah, stuff like that, which I think that was like from 2002, like maybe 2003, 2004. And then I think they ended up doing a sequel series after that. Um, but yeah, stuff like that. Uh, Megas XLR, that was another great one. And this was back when like uh, Toonami would have the uh, that one voice actor does the really deep voice for like all the commercials and previews of what's coming up like only on Toonami <laughs> get <Yeah>. some <laughs> good old Toonami <laughs> but uh god I missed it was such a vibe but yeah like Megas XLR uh freaking uh IGPX which to this day is I am still chasing that high of that show just cause that whole original series that whole first 25-26 episode season Oh man, I still have yet to find a mech series that has all that tension and drama like that in that form. Taking the idea of a mech and instead of it being, you know, there's still action violence in it, but it's more like it's part of the sport. Like the mechs are kind of supposed to fight each other to a point. It's kind of almost impossible to like actually kill someone in the sport. Like worst case scenario, their mech goes down pretty hard. But I don't think like anybody ever like actually dies that I'm aware of. Yeah, I kind of grew up with like a lot of stuff like that. Um, I did grow up with different versions of One Piece, like early, like East Blue Arc One Piece at the time. Gaio, there was one that was being aired on a tsunami, and then there was also the one that was being aired on Four Kids, and I think Four Kids was like my way of trying to catch up with the Yu-Gi-Oh anime. Yu-Gi-Oh Four kid Kids was, was, you know, it was good. It was Four yeah. Kids. The One Piece. <laughs> one Piece one just made me laugh. I can't imagine what it would be like now. Uh, Can you yeah. imagine Four Kids and the Wano arc? Saji still sounding oh, like that. Dude. Oh my goodness. I remember in my early childhood, I think before I discovered Naruto and Bleach and all the other like sh- classic shonen stuff that would go on to become pretty popular and famous, uh, I definitely was a Yu-Gi-Oh! kid, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, kind of that trading card anime era. That was definitely kind of one Did of... Did you ever have Naruto cards? Stages. I do actually have Naruto cards. I have a binder uh, where I try to recollect some. I actually have a first edition foil two tails... And then a first edition foil black and white, two tails. Wow. Yeah. I learned no, how to play those. Nuts. I take that shit low key kind of seriously whenever I can find. Like I'll be playing. I got some sports cards like for basketball players and stuff. You can't hey, play those. Like is. I'm primarily a magic yeah, collector. There were some money though. 
But no, yeah, I kind of grew up in that era, and then just kind of things kept moving forward along with it after that, like with all the other stuff I just mentioned. Yeah. Um, and I know at one point I finally like really got into Toonami when I started getting into Naruto, and then started reading Naruto. <laughs> and then uh, how yeah, old like, were you around before, that point? Here, like, doing freaking Naruto on at recess <laughs> yeah. around like third, fourth, fifth grade, somewhere around there. I remember. Doing it in fifth and sixth grade for sure. Yeah, good times. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like around fourth grade and like on up into fifth grade and somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah, just a couple of goofy kids playing anime. Did my brother do that? Do that with you guys? No, I don't I think so. Thought he did well, at one point, like early on, I think. I think maybe in yeah, maybe a little bit, but I don't think always. I don't know. It's hard to remember everyone back, doing it back then. Was that group? Was what? Oh, man. Oh, sorry, I was thinking. Ah, uh, well, I'll get back to it after. Okay. But, uh, let's see here. Yeah, we kind of, you know, just growing up with all that stuff, doing that shit, you know. Um, reading a lot of Naruto, especially, just because I, they got to a point where, like, just having to wait so long in between the releases of new batches of episodes and the English dub, and then just kind of reading the manga just to see how far ahead the story went, and they're like, oh, hey, you know, the story actually goes on past where you're currently at. I'm like, what? Yeah, no, it's called the manga version. You should check that out. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. And basically read through all of the original Naruto series while also watching it for the most part. Um, I know for the original Naruto series, I think I actually like checked out right after the battle at the final valley, and then I never saw like all like you know the rest of the seasons of filler leading up to the end of the original Naruto series until much later. <laughs> when I decided to rewatch the entire series like two or three months ago. So yeah, I kind of grew up with like a lot of that. Um, I believe it was around middle school that I was reading and also trying to catch up on uh, Shippuden. And I'm trying to remember when Shippuden ended. Um, uh, the manga ended in 2014, I think. 2014. Okay, so yeah, we were still in high school. Yeah, okay. I think so. so. Yeah, I remember... I remember that was kind of when I went from just like reading the books to reading the books and then when I got tired of waiting for the books to come out the manga uh, to come out in the English yeah. printing I just hop online and read online and so that's how I basically read most of the rest of shipping and going forward and all of a sudden I'm like you know what this is really convenient I'm like months maybe even years ahead of everybody else I know story wise I remember we had we were uh, we both had like manga in, miss, in sixth grade um, yep I think at that point I was reading, what was that? I think it was like after Sasuke defeated Orochimaru. I think it was around there. Yeah. And yeah, sixth grade, somewhere around there. Because I remember in sixth grade, I believe that was right around when I found out about like the whole Two Tails arc and Haidan and Kakuzu, all that jazz. This is also back when Borders was still a thing. Mind you. I always use Barnes and Noble. Always have. Ah. That was how I kept up to date with most of my physical copies, my purchases was through uh borders, book wise. 
But yeah, I did. I'd never been told about Barnes Noble until much later, after Borders was shut down. Thanks to Barnes and Noble. Went away. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, just kind of grew up with like a lot of that stuff. Uh, yeah, like sixth grade, we were reading Shippuden, pretty sure. And uh, I remember Sarah was actually uh, like really like deep into it with us. Like, yeah, she uh, was. Yeah, her, Sarah, um, I don't remember who all else. I think maybe Sam. I, I know Corey. I think, Sam, I, Sam was, watched some, yeah. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Corey was, if he wasn't getting into it, he was in the process of getting into it. Something like that. Yeah. And uh, We had our little group. Around, yes, we did. I think it was around like fourth or fifth grade that I was reading Bleach. Um, You're the reason I read Bleach, actually. Yep. I was uh, sticking to the series primarily. That I started reading the manga, and I was like, oh, wow, look how far ahead the manga is. And then eventually I started, once again, also reading online because I didn't want to wait for all the books to come out for that. And, uh, yeah, it was a great series, you know, right up until the end of the uh, Rock Hard War arc, and then we just got crap for, like, the last two <laughs> after that. Oh, wrong car. God. Yeah, those were the good old days. You haven't Back told us we... your favorite anime yet, I don't think. Did you? Uh, yeah, no, no, don't worry. We're okay. there. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, kind of after high school, at that point, I'd watch some manga here, or sorry, um, anime here and there um, while reading some manga online on the side. Um, looking back, I feel like some of my favorite manga to this day I think easily my favorite and one of the most underrated for me was probably uh, Samurai Deeper Kyo I think that was one of my favorite manga series of all time um, probably my number one actually now that I think about it easily my favorite um, yeah that uh, Prince of Tennis that was another one that I sports one that I just I loved the manga um, I thought the anime was pretty decent yes um, and oh uh, yeah, as far as favorite animes go, that's definitely a tough one for me. Um, on the one hand, I like animes where they're willing to explore kind of darker territory to a point. Um, once again, I'm not like looking for like any like legitimate torture porn, stuff like that. <laughs> Like, that just doesn't do it for me as far as, like, violence on screen goes at all. Whoa, what? I'm just kidding, Blake. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I thought you were about to say, bro, I'm a fan of all seven or eight Saw movies. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that stuff makes me want to fucking hurl and have a panic attack. God. That's wild. But no, uh, it's like, oh man, top anime. Well, so I remember definitely like towards like high school or the end of high school, I think was when they started doing, I think the occasional uh, rerun or they started like actually showing Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood and started like airing it on Toonami. Cause I remember originally it was Fullmetal Alchemist, which I think was like a one or two season show, but it didn't really follow the, uh, manga all that closely whereas brotherhood did and so like hey there's this new take on full metal only this time it's actually like much much 
close to the actual legitimate source material. What it's supposed like, to be. For beat. Yeah. I was like, okay, awesome, fantastic. And I wound up watching it, and I was like, you know what? That is definitely one of my favorite anime probably of all time. But yeah, um, top five for me, I know from the ones I saw in kind of like the latter half of high school for me that I just absolutely fell in love with was, yeah, Fullmetal Alchemist. That's one of them. Uh, I don't feel like ranking them in any particular order because that just, it's hard for me to actually like put a rank on these things because I just, I like them so much and they each have their own different thing that works for me. That's fine. Um, But yeah, Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, that's definitely one. Um, Another one from high school for me, I think was... uh, Oh my god. Yeah, Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, uh, another one that I would sometimes see on Toonami during like airings of like either reruns or new episodes was the original uh, Dorari. Like the original like 24, 25, 26 episodes, however long that first season of the series was with the English dub. Um, for whatever reason, that show just did it for me because it hit on so many different story beats and it's like, look at all these characters now their paths interconnect and change and interweave into one another and they're kind of friends some of them they aren't friends but they're all like social with one another and they all kind of maintain this weird like social bond and they just kind of stick around like i really kind of liked that that whole kind of grouping of characters and how they're all able to come together every once in a while and seeing how their paths diverge and their stories are told and there's actually a really enjoyable like romance in the series that I actually thought was kind of nice especially toward like the end of it and I was like oh man you know what good for that guy good for that guy good for her nice to see them getting along I you know what just good for you guys so that's another one is the original Dorari run um, I did not see Dorari times two yet um Definitely another one for me would be Cowboy Bebop. Uh, that's also including the uh, Cowboy Bebop movie, which I do believe is technically supposed to be canon. Uh, I think it takes place like right after, I believe it's episode 22 or 23. It might be 23. Now I'm thinking about it. And then you're supposed to watch the movie and then you go back to the rest of the episodes. I guess it's supposed to like fill in like the occasional story gap here or there. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think the movie and the series both are just fantastic, well-made, solid animation. And I do kind of wish that they would have found a way with, like, the, the Blu-ray release of Cowboy Bebop if they were able to, like, find a way around that aspect, that fixed aspect ratio. That's, like, my only real issue with a lot of the old-school anime is you kind of are stuck with those black borders on the left and right when it comes to the home releases. But uh, yeah, outside of that, that's that's definitely another one for me is Cowboy Bebop. Um, I think w- one of the others that I also really enjoyed, which was also by the uh, same creator of Cowboy Bebop, which is uh, Samurai Champloo. And I know a lot of people, for whatever reason, hate Samurai Champloo, but that was one that I remember seeing. Uh, Samurai Champloo is so fire. Like, I remember seeing it, like, occasionally on reruns on, like, um, Adult Swim, because I had this buddy uh, back when I was just a kid still, uh, back to, like, my youth, if you will, <laughs> uh, when I was just a silly, stupid kid. And uh, I have this buddy, Mason, and uh, so he had a uh, older brother who, 
usually most of the time whenever we were hanging out, it was because our parents were hanging out. And I think there was like a good chunk of time where sometimes, you know, he just, his brother wouldn't be home, but like he would sometimes have left his bedroom door open and his TV, it was like one of those like old school, like smaller square box TVs that'd be sitting on like one of his desks or drawers or something. Or uh, sorry, not drawers. Uh, hmm. Shelves, what have you. And it'd just be kind of sitting there and he would have left it accidentally turned on while he was away. And uh, it looks like he would always kind of keep it on the same channel. I think back then it was like channel, what, 45 was like Cartoon Network for us or whatever, Adult Swim, yeah. later in the night. So he would always kind of have it left on channel 45, tuned into a Cartoon Network, and then eventually later in the night, Adult Swim. And whenever Adult Swim would be on, all of a sudden I'd occasionally see these episodes of Samurai Champloo being played, and I'd be like, whoa, this is so cool. Look at that guy in the red suit with that sword just going to town. <laughs> and I would later find out that was a Mugen. And I just, yeah, yeah I absolutely love Samurai Champloo. It's a little less character I would argue than Cowboy Bebop but that's also because it's a technically smaller grouping and the style of music that they use to tell the story is different it's more like focused on like old school 90s hip hop and 2000s which I can definitely dig and respect because I just I, I do enjoy hip hop it's just it's usually the older hip hop and if it's newer hip hop it's either Aesop Rock or Run the Jewels stuff like that um, but yeah, no, and then as far as just kind of like the last one that I would say kind of has left an impression with me that I've really enjoyed so far, I guess, would probably be uh, Bunny Girl Senpai. Either that or uh, Demon Slayer. I guess those two would kind of be tied for that last spot. Probably I would say Bunny Girl Senpai, more. huh? Yeah, Bunny Girl Senpai, for whatever reason, just all the emotional beats that it hits on it's like it tugs at the heartstrings it's this whole lovey-dovey thing and you're able to just kind of let yourself loose and more free emotionally speaking like if you're the type of person that doesn't like to really express a lot of emotions or just kind of keeps it all uh bottled up and repressed it's kind of like a way to slowly kind of air out the pressure if you will metaphorically speaking and to just kind of lose yourself in it in that and that way, kind of the way that they express different emotions and they show how characters care for one another and stuff like that. Now they're not afraid to occasionally mention it. Whereas here in America, it's like, you know, not that great to an extent as far as like the typical dating scene over here. Grant, I'm pretty sure the last I heard was that like Japan also kind of has a rough dating scene as well, arguably more so sometimes. Uh, but yeah, like over here specifically, it's just between all the misinformation from all these different content creators on these different apps because of big tech and the advertising companies and all that jazz, it's just one big bottle of confusion. Everybody's paranoid. Everybody's trying to figure out when the one, when the end of the world's going to be, and it's just nobody trusts anybody anymore, it seems like, and I don't know. It's kind of nice to lose yourself in that, and that it feels like a slightly more appealing, romantic setting compared to the current situation. 
Yeah, it's either that or... Blake's in it for the ladies. <laughs> nah, I mean, I would date. It's just, once again, you know, 5'11 and bald in America, that's not exactly a selling point. And then, to top off not having a college degree on top of that... Uh, Dude, I literally just shaved my head. I'm pretty much undateable at that point. I'll date you, shut up. I'm married, have sorry. have faith in yourself. Uh, I, I'll date the shit out of you, Blake. You got it. I don't know, I'm trying to slowly make an attempt at maybe some kind of a bounce back, but... We're young, it'll happen. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, kind of, I guess, on the other side of the coin, if it's not that, uh, Demon Slayer, that's definitely another... I'd say that's probably the more modern one that I've really enjoyed so far, just because, like, some of the series that I mentioned before, it kind of has a lot of what I'm looking for. I was a big fan of Bleach, because I, like uh, Colton mentioned before, I am also a huge fan of, like, uh, the swordsman type character, typically. Uh, that's usually what draws me in, so, like, my favorite character in Bleach primarily was always Kenpachi. And just kind of, it was always fun to see his character in particular fight, because you always wanted to see just how strong he was and how strong he still is that we just haven't seen yet, if he's just slowly growing stronger, if he's always been that strong, and just kind of seeing what the limit will be for him next. And just, he was always one of the characters where every time there was a fight, between him and someone, you always were eager to see how it would end. Because a party always knew, it was like, oh, he's definitely going to wreck their shit. <laughs> and then you find out later on, it's like, now it turns out he's actually been, like, subconsciously holding himself back, literally, the entire time. <laughs> fighting at only half strength. It's like, oh, by the way, this entire fight, I've been fighting you one-handed. Why don't I try that with two hands this time? And basically just ends the fight. <laughs> Yeah, Kenpachi was ridiculous. Yeah, oh my god. He he made me laugh. When Noitora fired that uh, Saro, that Doom Blast, at him point blank, at, at, in a spot of level Doom Blast, and he just grabbed it with his bare hand and threw it to the side like it was fucking nothing, and I, I burst out laughing. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> uh... But yeah, no, just characters like that, like Kampachi or Zoro from One Piece, that's like a reason to get me to dive into it would be the swordsman specific plot points and stuff. But yeah, I feel like Demon Slayer definitely kind of hits on those points a lot. It kind of has the swordsman slash samurai kind of isk vibe to the design of these characters and their fight with swords and each sword has like a different design and the color palettes are incredible and just the differentiation in the colors of the blades sometimes and how a black blade is unusual and stuff like that and how they have to fight these uh, creatures that are demons essentially uh, whereas I know in Bleach it was kind of like their version of that was basically the hollows which was a whole different thing but still as far as like the whole paranormal enemy to fight goes and just kind of the similarities between those two, and it's like, I'm a main character, only instead of just one person I know being killed by one of these evil creatures, it was basically my entire family. <laughs> and then the sister, who somehow got incredibly lucky, to a point. Uh, but yeah, no, it kind of hits on the beats I'm looking for as far as, like, action 
an adventure in the series and just kind of seeing where it'll go next. Although I will say my one gripe with Demon Slayer is I am kind of worried that it's going to be another one of those shows that probably will end up focusing maybe a little too much on character deaths and the shock value of certain character deaths. Kind of like a Game of Thrones kind of situation where that's basically the whole point of everybody watching is to see which of the good guys end up dying over so much which of the bad guys end up dying because you kind of assume because they're the bad guys most of them are going to die anyway narratively speaking it's just a matter of time and getting to that point in the story maybe it'll be a thing where the bad guy wins and then it's over as you know i mean those endings do exist they're very bleak and they're very rare but they they do exist yeah and they're sometimes good if done well if done well true but uh, yeah that's pretty much me in a nutshell um i would have added a couple more i know like igpx is one that once again i mentioned before i would have loved to have seen like a revival or a continuation of that series just because i think like the idea of a mech racing team so it hits like all these different beats if you're looking for action it's got action it's got drama it's got it's technically a sport in that world in that anime and i believe i think there's like even like a tie-in manga for it at one point so it's like a sport in that world and the lore so it's a sport anime it's a action mech anime it's got drama and emotion but it's not like all over the place and just batshit insanity like fucking neon genesis was and either iteration <laughs> Evangelion is nice. wild yeah yeah that's basically me in a nutshell to a point. Uh, kind of the swordsman and mech stuff. That's kind of where I tend to fall. What about a mech swordsman? Oh, dude, don't even tease me. Oh, my God. Which is why I'm trying to get into Gundam now, actually. Just start kind of going through all of that. The original stuff. Even like, I'm debating whether or not I should do the movie compilations. Because I've heard some people say the movie compilations are better than the actual series just at least from like an animation quality standpoint because they are older to a point I don't know I don't really know Gundam that well that's fair <clears throat> but yeah stuff like that uh, I did grow up with Naruto alongside Austin everybody else um, so that was a series I grew up with alongside Dragon Ball Z Dragon Ball is fine favorite Naruto <clears throat> character 1, 2, 3, go god. what? oh my god favorite Naruto character Jesus Christ oh man I don't even Itachi four three dry two one Jiraiya <laughs> Jiraiya yeah he's my favorite I mean uh, I mean that's fair you know I I don't know it, listen I without guess. Jiraiya without Jiraiya it wouldn't be Naruto like oh, we wouldn't have Shippuden we also wouldn't have pain. Yeah. Uh, which I have to say, I think pain is probably the most interesting character for me. I would argue he's probably my favorite villain in that series. But pain was a good villain. Pain was a very good villain. Madara was, was the perfect villain, though. Uh, yes. Uh, for for not pain was my favorite between the two. Just in terms of him being the proper villain for Naruto specifically, and just kind of. Away those two as what they call it, uh, 
sibling students and just kind of their exchange of philosophies and stuff like that and I always enjoy seeing that kind of stuff play out um, yeah. whereas with Madara it just seemed like he just it was the basic standard you know typical bad guy like I want to conquer the world and well it is still a show now it's just yeah I don't know. It seemed like Kane had more meaning behind his actions compared to Madara. Like, it wasn't all just for nothing. Like, he did have some kind of a plan in place that he wanted to execute properly by doing what he thought was right. Whereas with Madara, it was basically just, I'm another power-hungry guy. I want to take over the world. I want to be the greatest, most powerful ninja of all time. But it's just, yeah. I mean, he was, he was number two. I mean, I thought he was a fine villain, you know, once he got to, like, his uh, Ten Tails He dropped state. to number four. But, yeah, for me, it's, like, Tain first and then moderate Ten Tails state behind that, as far as villains go for that whole series. Technically, Dai is stronger than Yeah. I, well, I, I shouldn't be in the Akatsuki. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think the final battle of Shippuden, I, I actually did really enjoy that. I'd be their water boy. Naruto and Sasuke. Yeah, I, I did like that that was the ending of it. Yeah. I thought, I thought they wrapped it up pretty nicely in a decent little bow by the end of it. Not once they actually got there. Yeah. Um, they... I agree. Man, I can't believe you don't like Dreyer. No, no, I think he's fine. He's I think fine. he... I think... He should have just let Orochimaru kill Pain, Conan, and Homeboy. Let, let Orochimaru? What? When Orochimaru said, should I just kill these kids? Oh, okay. Imagine if they said, yeah. I see, I see, I see, I see. I see. Those, those kids stood no chance against Sonic. Technically. All they had to do was stop Hanzo and this whole thing could have been solved but no 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 we're not gonna try to train to get stronger to beat Hanzo later on and come back and actually help save the rain village or we're just gonna let this whole conflict play or or now hear me out instead of Hanzo Donzo yes I hate Donzo (laughs) kill Donzo and Hanzo when they show up at the same time Wait, no, because I don't think he actually showed up in person. He just sent the Anbu Black Ops reinforcements yes. to the Yes, nope. but if there's yep. no Donzo, there's no Leaf Anbu Black Ops to show up. Okay, so here's what we do. Since we know Orochimaru doesn't like getting his hands dirty. Yeah, Orochimaru definitely doesn't. No, I'm pretty sure he does. We have Orochimaru uh, kill Donzo in the Leaf Village. Meanwhile, we Immaculate. send the other two, and maybe a squad of some other renowned Jonin from the Leaf, to tag alongside Jirai and Sonata, and then they go and they fight Hanzo, and they try and kill him. Not as immaculate, but okay. After having trained and all that to stop these guys. Alright! Alright! So, speed. Yeah. Alright, my turn to talk about anime... <clears throat> let's see. So I was, let's see, about four years old when my brother, he's five years older than me. Ignore the baby in the back. Um, he's about five years older than me, and he was watching Dragon Ball. And I remember this specific episode. Um, 
because it was the episode where Go, uh, Kid Goku uh, was fighting his grandpa Gohan, who Fortune Teller Baba brought back for that specific part of the show. Anyway, I remember that. I don't know why, but it just I, I remember it. And I thought it was really cool because, you know, they're martial art fighting. Little child me thought it was really cool that they could just do that stuff. And so that, so from then on, I would always watch Dragon Ball with my brother. And, um, so that's, that's pretty much where it started. And then as my brother got into some more anime, he got into Naruto because of a friend. So he shared that with me. He got into Full Metal Alchemist. He shared that with me. Um, What's your brother's name, Speedy? Brady. Brady Speedy? Uh, we have, no, we have different dads. He has a different last name. What's his last name? I don't know if I should say on a podcast, yeah, Colton. Yeah, actually, you're right, sorry. <laughs> um, no, I was just, I'm very curious because I'm like, wait, I didn't, I didn't know you had an older brother. That's I cool. do. Yeah, he's five years older than me. Um, but he's the reason I got into anime in the first place. Um... So after Dragon Ball, uh, Naruto was the thing I got into. And I watched uh, Naruto for a while. Actually, we all liked Naruto. So Toonami, obviously, we already talked about, had anime. It aired Naruto. So every Saturday when it was uh, time for Naruto, my mom, my brother, and I would all gather in the living room and watch the episode. My mom actually really liked Naruto. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, our favorite character was Tsunade. Hey, that's cool too. I love Tsunade. <laughs> um, but that was always really nice. And I watched some other anime too. But when I was around seven, that's when I started. Well, that's when I decided really to um, start buying manga. Because my brother had a couple and I was like, hey, I want to read those. So my mom took me to Barnes Noble and we got some books i was able to get four i was really happy so i got the first four volumes of naruto hey okay i read those the day i got them of course i'd still do that i'll I'll, I'll buy like five manga get a whole 30 minutes later i'm done i need more how do you even read that fast by reading that fast it's possible i am a fast reader um see i was like i can't even read (laughs) so you got me beat so i was like seven when i started reading manga um, that's cool. And I've been See, collecting like, manga ever since, pretty much. That's so cool that you guys can, like, remember to back then. Like, I know it sounds stupid, and I'm not trying to get, like, amazing, but, like, I really don't remember, like... I remember, like, still shit, too, buddy. But, like, it's so cool that, like, you can remember being, like, you know, remember being seven years old, and, like, you're, you know, so that's cool. Keep, sorry to interrupt. No, that's fine. Pretty... <laughs> um, so I would watch, uh, Toonami. That was... I mean, here in America, that's the main source of watching anime, pretty much. Back then, at least. Now it's a lot easier. But um, I watched... I really liked Prince of Tennis. Um, That's, like, one of the few sports anime I've ever actually watched. And I've read the entire manga. I always really liked that. Um, My mom and I, actually, we would watch a lot of anime together on Toonami. And one of the anime I remember the most is, to this day, one of the funniest anime... Ever and it's bo 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 bo
loved that show when I was little. It was so funny. Even my mom thought it was hilarious, which was even better. <laughs> it was amazing. I loved it. It was hilarious. I was very sad when it stopped. Um, but, you know, it had to, I guess. So, <clears throat> I, as, as Blake said, we uh, read manga, um, like, you know, in class, we would play and stuff. But by the time, you know, I really met Blake, I was already into anime and manga quite a bit. But I hadn't really branched out too far from what I uh, knew. I mean, my main thing was Toonami or my brother. And my brother gradually declined in his viewership compared to me. I only grew. Um, but Blake's actually the one who introduced me to Bleach. So around late elementary school, so what, grade four or five, I read Bleach. And that was really cool. Kisuke is still my favorite character. Love the guy. He's hilarious. Um and oddly enough, One Piece was actually the last of the big three that I got into. And it wasn't until 2010. So 2010 is when I started reading One Piece. Um, and it was really just, hey, I read, I've read, i read Naruto, I've read Bleach. There's one more of the big three. Why don't I try One Piece? That's Little did you know. It didn't seem as popular to me um, because most people, you know, it didn't really, it, it had a different... TV experience than the other anime did. Thank you, four kids. <laughs> so, I decided to read it. Uh, 2010. I remember because I caught up like five chapters into the time skip. I've been reading pretty much since the time skip weekly. And as I was reading it, I I loved it. I started to like it. I liked it more. Bleach. Sorry, Blake. I um, was very conflicted because I didn't want to like anything more than Naruto at the time. <laughs> Obviously, I don't think that now. Uh, but uh, One Piece, I, by the time I finished it, it was one of my favorite uh, series. And it was definitely my favorite of the big three. Now I understand that it is one of the greatest pieces of fiction ever written. But, you know, I had to, I had to realize that eventually. Anyway, um, so it only took me three hundred eighty episodes. That's that's fair. So, let's see. So around that time, uh, so it's middle school. So I would be getting a smartphone shortly after that, and that between I didn't really have a computer going up for a long time, um, but I found out you could read manga online manga that opened up a whole new world for me i think if you looked at a graph of my interest and how much i like read or watched it would be straight shot up as soon as i had access to the internet <laughs> when i was a teenager because i ever since then i can't think of a single day that has gone by that i have not read at least a page of manga. Every single day I read something. Very cool. And so... Genius. Yeah. 
and I had mostly read or watched Shonen series, obviously, uh, but I started getting into manga more with the internet, so and now I read more manga than I watch anime, but I read, Nerd. yeah, uh, Death Note, uh, I watched Black Butler, I actually watched Black Butler all in one night, and I skipped the marching band practice the next morning, because I was too tired. <laughs> uh, I read Fairy Tales, yeah. Uh, I read Soul Eater, so those are the Shonen stuff I uh, read. But then I was like, okay, let me explore other genres. When I tell you that shojo is something I love a lot more than shonen, I am completely serious about that. I love romance manga so much. It is by far my favorite genre. Sorry, Colton. Mm, I'm falling asleep just thinking about it. <laughs> I'm just know. kidding. I'm I, kidding. I kind of want to hear some of these uh, options that exist in this genre. <laughs> well, there's a I lot of... You, uh, there's a lot of great uh, romance series. Um, as long as it's a decent ending. If it's a shit ending... Oh, yeah. I... Yeah. I hate terrible endings, especially when it comes to romance manga, because just like I'm gonna cry. Anyway, uh, that's when I started branching out. That was high schoolish in my um, genre esca- escapades. I hate horror. I read one. Don't like it. Don't really read that. Um, but yeah, I found that you mean to tell me you don't like Junji Ito? I like his. I like. I respect his abilities. Craft. Yes, I don't enjoy it though. Oh, yeah, he can. For me, the horror's got to be, like, really straightforward and simple. Like, I don't mind psychological horror as long as it's done right. Once again, if it follows a simple enough formula. Because I think when people hear horror, they assume just, like, jump scares galore or this, like, evil clown that just eats people. Well, and Japanese horror like, is actually quite different from American yeah, horror. It's, like, there's, there's a lot of ghosts. It's honestly scarier. <laughs> Demons, yeah, no, sometimes it actually is legitimately scared, more fucked up. Yeah. Um, uh, up. For me, like, I love creature features just because they're silly, they're predictable, but you can still have fun with it. That's you don't fair. have to expect too much out of it. So, like, if it follows a straight enough formula, if it's kind of like the equivalent of, like, uh, like, soul food, essentially, it's like comfort food, you know? But like in a show or a movie in a certain genre, it hits all the right beats that you want it to for what it is, then it's fine. But like with Junji, it, I don't know. Like I think some of his work is pretty solid, but some of it also feels like maybe it's, I don't know, it's like maybe trying too hard or it's trying to be edgy for the people that are want edge so they can brag about having edge. I, I don't know. I still don't read it. Anyway, uh, yeah, I started reading, I think at this point, a lot more romance and slice of life things than Shonen. I still had a love for Shonen, of course. Um, so, I will say, with high school, with all the stuff I did in high school, I probably had to read and watch a lot less. But then once I graduated, I was able to read more. So my love for, for anime and manga has increased even more since I've graduated, especially now I'm Japanese, learning Japanese so that I become a manga translator. 
you're a baller. Who knew that watching anime when I was four would lead me to want to be a manga translator? Thinking about it, it should have been more obvious through my life. <laughs> anyway, um, uh. so I do want to say the romance. I hate when there's a bad ending. I love good endings. Um, because a lot of romance just feels good to read. Cute moments will just make me smile yes. and I can't stop. Yes. Um, I need it. <laughs> I need yes, that. Yes. Ro- romance manga is my traits. serotonin. It's, it's good. Um, I'm going to go over my uh, top five real quick. It's number one will never be dethroned it can't be dethroned just like it's manga sales is one piece because i honestly view it as one of the greatest works of fiction in history and it's sales prove it because it is by the time it's over it will surpass dr seuss and harry potter and book sales yes uh it'll be in the top 10 best fictional books sold i doubt it'll beat number one and two because uh, Shakespeare and Ag- Agatha Christie are a little ridiculous in sales, but it's in the top oh. ten, and that's what matters. No, it'll be go. It'll yeah. go down as When it ends, it least, the sales are gonna boom. It needs to at least beat out Christie. Damn it. The Shakespeare and Christie are like tied at four billion, so probably not. It needs <laughs> to beat Christie. If it beats Christie, it beats Shakespeare. I don't see that's that happening. Cool. I have faith. Oda can do it. We'll see. Um, wait till uh, wait till Luffy finds the One Piece, and then literally it's gonna be nuts. True. And so many people are gonna want to read it after this, after the conclusion of it. It's literally gonna just just like Demon Slayer. Yeah, yeah, literally. Once people find out about Demon Slayer, they're like, "Wait a second, hold up." Yeah. Wait. I gotta watch a thousand <laughs> episodes of One Piece. Wait. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Alright, uh, number two was actually my anime recommendation. That time I got reincarnated as a slime. Yeah! I remember yes. I hold, I held it off watching it for the longest time, and then eventually I was just like, well, I don't have anything better to watch, so I'll just watch this. And then I absolutely loved it. So I watched all of the first season, and then I read the manga, and then I read the web novel, say, and I then I read the light novel. Yeah, I love it. It's great. Rimuru, it's such a good anime. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Season three. Uh, uh, hopefully soon. I'm excited for what's to come. Um, on season three, and season three of Demon Slayer. Let's go. There you go. Uh, number you three. You could. You could just watch One Piece. Just saying. All right. <laughs> number three is Horimiya, or in Japanese, it's uh, Hori Santo Miyamura-san. Um, it's a slice of life romance rom-com actually um it's just it's just it's one of the feel-good romance series um i've been reading that almost since it came out pretty much like many years ago not it's not that old it came out in like what 2014 or 15 or something i forget exactly but i've been reading it since shortly after it came out um and it doesn't it's not like filled with drama so you're not just like on the edge which is really nice when you just want something to like chill and just be happy to read 
which is why I say like romance is my serotonin because I'm just reading it and happy the entire time. It's great. Anyway, I love Horimiya. Um, I think the couples in it are really cute and adorable and goals. Number four is another romance to rom-com. It's, uh, it has two names. One of them is uh, Wotakoi or uh, what's the long name? Watashi ni Otaku uh, Mizukashi, I think, which is basically love is hard for, for an otaku. And it's basically these four people. They're all otakus in different versions. One likes Yuri manga. One is into super serious uh, yaoi. It's a cosplayer. Another one writes doujinshi, also into yaoi. Another one just plays games whenever he's not doing work. Sometimes at work, he's playing games. And it's just fun. And they're like two couples. So it's it's really enjoyable. I actually rewatched the anime like the last couple days. And it was just, it was a grand old time. I enjoyed it a lot. So that's actually number four. And there are other romance that I like. Um, Toradora is great. Um, Toradora is actually phenomenal for those of you that like romance. Uh, definitely that one. Orange is really good. Fruits Basket is... an uh, classic one. It's really good. Um, I will never suggest anything that does not have a happy ending. Spoilers, but at least, I'm not saying that they always get together in the end, but it's a happy ending at least. I would never read anything that isn't. Um, there's one called Last Game. I think it is great. It is a fantastic manga series. I refuse to read it ever again. The amount of stress that that series caused on my heart while reading it all in one night was too much. Tell me where you read it, I will read it. You can find it online, anywhere. Just okay. search "last game," you can find it. But is it on your account for the where we normally go to, um, to read? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't looked. Okay. I don't remember. But um, it was just, it was so stressful. I didn't know how it was going to end. But it is fantastic last game yeah right. um and then number five on my list i both out of obligation nostalgia and just honestly truth i had to put dragon ball in my top five it's what started it all i grew up with dragon ball i played most of the games i can't be mad i watched gt i had i watched and got through all of gt more than once unfortunately <laughs> and when I say Dragon Ball, I mean Dragon Ball as a series. All yeah. five all minus two non-canon movies. and seventeen movies or whatever. Just all of it. Um, the original Dragon Ball is an adventure action. It's awesome. It's I mean it was made in eight, started in eighty six and it still is amazing to watch. Uh, the manga was in eighty four. The anime was in eighty six. Um, Dragon Ball Z. Everyone in America pretty much knows Dragon Ball Z. Yep. It is, Dragon Ball Z is what Dragon Ball in general is one of the most popular anime. Um, I'm pretty sure Super is one of the most po- most watched anime ever. Um, GT. So Dragon Ball Super is a really fun addition. I think I think it is a proper like continuation of Z, 
Um, the other one's not. No, I I don't like GT. Um, I know a lot of people do. I like some of the stuff. I like I like Super Saiyan Four, and I like I like Super it Saiyan has, Four. Has nice concepts that they introduced. It has some cool art. Yes. It just was executed poorly. Yeah. yeah. Baby God. Good thing it's not canon, so I could ignore it <laughs> and be happy. I like Super a lot more. I know a lot of people didn't care for Super as much, but I think it's just simple. How much the English dub changed Z in the beginning gave people a different view on the story and characters than the Japanese did, because Dragon Ball Super follows pretty much exactly Japanese Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z very well. The English dub for the Dragon Ball is good, for Z changed a lot, and then for Super is exactly like the Japanese. So people huh. felt like it was just so different when it's really not not really. It's just English dub Goku is not the same as Japanese dub Goku in Dragon Ball Z. So I guess my question would have been if for someone that wants to watch Super, would it be better to watch it after having watched all of Dragon Ball Z or after having watched all of Dragon Ball Z Kai? Oh, God. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. So... <laughs> Depends how much time you have. No, I always will recommend Dragon Ball Z Kai to to a new person over Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z is nice for nostalgia, but if you don't have that, don't push yourself to watch all of the very bad pacing and all of the filler that exists in Dragon Ball Z. When you can watch Kai, which is just the manga but an anime. Yeah. Because Kai just pretty much followed the anime. Nothing extra added. So for newer people, people that never watched Z, really, I would recommend Kai before Super. I also always recommend watching Dragon Ball because there are more references than you would think. It's also good to know the origin story of the main character. Anyway, that's my top five. One Piece, that's how I got reincarnated in Slime, Horimiya, Hotokoi, and Dragon Ball. And now here I am, making a podcast about anime. It's lit. My life is pretty much surrounded by anime. Like, my free time, I'm reading manga. I read manga more than pretty much anything else, that, than I do anything else. Um, it's like my number one hobby, which makes sense, because I want to translate them one day. <clears throat> I even have my wife watching anime now, cause, and she was never really into it. So that's really nice. Let's go. Okay, let's go. Anyway, that's uh, pretty much all I have. So that's nice. that's been our episode. Um, Hell yeah, that was wonderful. Yep. Next time will be uh, uh we're gonna. I, I'm gonna do a news or not a news a review episode next time actually. So is it Blake's I, turn? It is Blake's turn. Yeah. Alright, well... Oh, boy. <laughs> well, while, while Blake thinks of that, I have an important thing to say to listeners and you two. Uh, Funimation is finally fusing to Crunchyroll, so Crunchyroll is going to be the main yeah. base. Everything on Funimation eventually, not yet, 
will be on Crunchyroll. We're supposed to get an email or something about what to do, but I think so far what it seems, I I would suggest keeping both, like your Funimation account for now, because it's not going to be instant. They're going to be putting stuff on Crunchyroll over time. So keep your Funimation account if you have it. Sorry for your yearly subscribers, but... Um, yeah, since Sony bought Crunchyroll, um, I think it's been decided that Funimation will just be putting its platform onto Crunchyroll. So the Crunchyroll is just the hub. Um, as far as I know, they're not doing a price increase, but we'll see. I, I don't know what the future holds. Um, and like I said, it'll be over time, so it'll be a while before everything is on. I think there might be some things on right now. Um, it's like a lot of the dubs, you know. But, well, uh, it'll be a minute. Um, I'm excited for it. Having one super hub of anime is nice than having, like, four. Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah. I've always just used Crunchyroll, so... But... I I use probably Crunchyroll and Funimation equally, really. Ah. Anyway, um... Was there anything else I had to say? Mm, uh, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, no, not too late. Uh, Blake, anime. God. See, a part of me wants to say Demon Slayer Season 2, but... Okay. Eh, I, I'm like, down with I that. I don't know how I'm going to watch it, because I have no idea my, You can use my current rule. It's no B. Alright. It's not a problem, but... If you need to watch or read, just let Colton and I know. We got you. Yeah, but we got the source together. What are you talking about? Anyway, Demon Slayer season two. Is that what you're going with? I think that's just that sounds like the easiest. Is it? Uh, is it over? Uh, it's almost. Got a couple uh, more. They recently aired the finale uh, for the final season, the last arc of season two, and just recently made an announcement that there would be. Coming back for a season three, and that season three would be, uh, what the heck is that arc? Like something about a swordsmith or blacksmith, stonesmith yeah, yeah, arc, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Something to do with a smith. Yeah, they. Uh, and he is not an agent. They uh, go to, uh, yeah. Oh my goodness. Sorry, I'm looking. Uh, I don't remember how many episodes it's supposed to be, but uh... all right, we'll just read up to what or watch whatever is that, that, that it's uh, sounds good to me. Eleven or twelve episodes plus uh, plus the moving train, so like eighteen episodes or nineteen. Anyway, that'll be next time. Um, yeah. If you want to find us, just uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, RSS Podcasts, wherever you listen to a podcast, you can probably find us. Just search Anime News and Reviews. Also follow us on Twitter, Anime In and R, or just search Anime News and Reviews. Give us a follow. I try to update on our podcast stuff. Um, maybe eventually I might do polls. Uh, I always share whenever we have a new episode uploaded, so always look for that. Um, Spotify has ratings, so give us a rating if you like us. Uh, that'd be great. I think Apple does too. But Spotify is new, so I have to highlight that. So, yeah, thank you for listening. Stay with you. Yeet!